Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Emma. Today, we're going to talk about subsidies. And if you've never heard of the word subsidy before, or if you don't know what it is, we're going to explain what they are, but also how they impact your life. So basically, a subsidy is something like an industry or a product or a company that gets special treatment from the government. And typically, this comes in the form of money that the government actually pays. And this can be through certain tax breaks or tax cuts, or it can come through rolling back regulations specifically for one company or one group rather than doing it for everyone. So we've talked a little bit about taxes and sort of how that stuff works before. And and just to be clear, right before we start, I just want to make something super clear. Um, Rolling back taxes and changing regulations to be more free for everybody is a really good thing. It, It allows more businesses to thrive. There's more opportunity, more job creation. But what we're going to talk about today is when the government chooses only a specific company to benefit from those things. And essentially why that's wrong is it's because the government is picking winners and losers. So Brittany, do you want to name maybe a few different things that are subsidized that people may or may not know about? Yeah. One of the big ones that I don't think people realize is corn. Um, Corn and sugar, both of them, which is they've both caused a lot of problems. You know, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup Mm -hmm. has caused a lot of health issues. And part of the reason that high fructose corn syrup is in everything is because it's so heavily subsidized by the government. So that's the the one thing. Um, colleges, right? The reason everyone thinks they have to go to college is there's so much propaganda pushed about, like into it. But colleges get so much money just for being colleges. Like they're not really proving their worth or anything. Um, and then another big thing, and this is, um, I, I work with a lot of farmers. I won't get into that. But part of the problem, problem with a lot of farmers is there's a lot of farm subsidies. And a lot of these yeah. began during um, the Great Depression and the New Deal era. In fact, sometimes farmers are subsidized, given money to not farm which is Mm -hmm. a whole other problem we could get into. But once you give these farmers subsidies, it's really hard to get them off of the subsidies. It's almost like a drug or something because they get so used to having them and a lot of their operating expenses depend on on these subsidies. So that was a big deal, especially when I was in Utah and I used to do um, local uh, politics because you'd have a, a candidate who was against subsidies and you'd have these farmers that were aligned with these candidates on everything except for the subsidies because mm-hmm. they were so used to them. That's how they that's how they ran their farms. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, those are just a few examples. I'm trying to think of other. I know that there's so many others. I mean, goodness. There's much Facebook. I mean, Facebook yeah. has been given subsidies. Everything almost is subsidized. Pretty much everything. Yeah. I think if you were to go look into pretty much any major company, especially a publicly traded company, yep. just about all of them would be getting a subsidy in some kind of way. And I think there's there's that's not just a coincidence. It's that once a company has basically been selected by the government as the winner, it makes it a lot easier for them to succeed. So all of the brands that that we all would recognize, like Amazon, you know, we've talked a lot about how Amazon has innovated a lot and created a lot of value for people. They've done some bad things, but too. they also <laughs> have done some bad things. And a lot of times, you you might be wondering, like, how does this even happen? How do how do these companies get subsidies, and why do they get them? Why would politicians just give them away? And the answer, like with many things. You have to follow the money. And a lot of the times these giant companies will hire really powerful lobbyists, which are people who basically get paid to 
uh, try to convince politicians to do certain things. So like Amazon has a lot of lobbyists that work for them. Um, Farming industry sort of associations. So it's like these clubs that different huge farm companies will join. They'll all hire lobbyists to represent them as a group and push for their interests. And as citizens, we all have the right to lobby our government and to make our voices heard. But when the government starts to give special favor to these groups that don't represent all of America, they just represent a few companies or a few people, that's super corrupt. And a lot of the times that's how you end up with these crazy subsidies. And Brittany, you talked about corn and sugar. Um, soybeans have also been subsidized. Yeah, soybeans, and yes. These products, because the government comes in and says, hey, if you grow these products, we will we will give you this crazy tax benefit or we will give you this money, basically. Then the farmers start saying, well, now we're growing all of these corn and soybeans. What are we going to do with them? Yeah. So then they bring in scientists who are very, very creative and very clever when it comes to how can we use these products? And they come up with things like corn syrup, which if it weren't for corn being subsidized, we may not even have corn syrup on the market, but now it's in just about everything. It's in because, everything. Because corn has become so artificially cheapened by the government. So there have been a lot of you know health problems that have come from that and even from soy products that are put in everything. Um, and a lot of these are very heavily changed by these chemistry people. They, they come in and they mess with the DNA of the plants and it becomes this super weird situation where in a normal free market, you would never have people growing so much corn and soybeans because there's not demand for it. People aren't asking for it. They don't need it. But when the government comes in and says, hey, we're going to give an extra boost to this industry, it basically decides who's going to be the winner, who's going to be the loser. And we talked about college a little bit, too. I just want to get into that a little. Um, Basically, what happened is in the 70s, the government decided, the federal government said, we are going to create a program where any student who wants to go to college and who can get into college should be able to go. We're going to give them government-backed loans. And before that, if people took out a loan to go to college, it was through a private company that had to be careful about who it was lending money to because they wanted to make sure that the person could pay the money back. But the government got into the loan business and basically said, hey, colleges, no matter how much you charge students, we're going to guarantee that they can pay for it. So it took away the competition element and it took away the the element of colleges wanting to keep their prices low, because when you go to the grocery store, they all want to keep those prices low so that people buy the products. But with colleges, there's no competition anymore. They can make it as expensive as they want. So the cost of going to college since then has gone up about 300%, which is crazy. People used to be able to go and just get a summer job or just work a little here or there to pay their way through. Now people will leave sometimes with up to $100,000 in debt, even more, more than, than that. Yeah. Like yeah. Law school or something. It's, it's, yeah, it's insane. It's super insane. And that's because the government subsidized it by saying, here, we're going to put a bunch of extra money into this marketplace and mess it all up. So when you hear people talk about subsidies, that's sort of what they mean. They can come through in all sorts of different forms. But Brittany, does does anything else come to mind on stuff that might be subsidized that the audience may know about? Hmm, I'm trying to think of subsidies, not so much subsidies, but I mean, how this plays a role in the free market, I think is interesting because it messes everything up, right? The whole point of the free market is Adam Smith and his concept of the invisible hand is that 
you don't need a government directing the market. People are going to shop and, and, and choose what they want to choose. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen when things are subsidized because a lot of times, especially with like high fructose corn syrup, it's so much cheaper to use than other sweeteners. So of course people are going to go to that because the government is paying for it, right? So it's yeah. cheaper for you. Same with school. People are going to go to college because now it's cheaper because they can get a student loan and they can go. Now it's not really cheaper as you and I know because then we're paying for it in taxes, but yeah. it looks cheaper and so it's interfering. But that's not the free market because like you said, we're picking winners and losers. And mm-hmm. the free market, the consumers are the only people who should be picking winners and losers, not the government. So it's, oh, you know what? One of the big things come to mind. I don't know if it's subsidized. This might be more of a monopoly. I don't know if we can bring this example up, but utility companies. I don't actually have an answer to this. I just know they have a monopoly, but I I do wonder if they're subsidized as well. I think you could make the argument that they are because basically, so I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and there is one company that is allowed to give power to people. It's just one company. And it started out as a private company, and then the government basically gives it a bunch of money to keep it in business. So it's technically a private company, but because the public and and our tax dollars here in the city go just to that company, you could argue that it's gone from a private company to a public one. And then when that happens, it's just the government that's in control, and there's no more choice in the matter. There's no choice for me if I want to say, hey, you guys jacked up my my cost of my bill on a month when it w- there was a snowstorm in town and you made my bill three times more expensive than normal. That's something that really happened to me this year. And I can't go say, hey, other competitor business, I'm going to go with you guys. What, what kind of a deal can you give me? And it takes away that element of choice. And I think that's a really good example of what can happen when these subsidies get out of control and companies get too extremely... Uh, kind of monopolized and taking over the whole industry. And there are there are other industries where you see that as well. And another element to this that I think we should talk about is for small businesses, mm-hmm. the, the, the effects that these can have. Basically what it does is the government picks the company that's the biggest and the most successful. Sorry, I've got some fire trucks going on outside my <laughs> house right now. The government picks, you know, the big, most successful company that's sending all the lobbyists up and they're trying to work out these, these backdoor deals. But at the same time, there are other small businesses out there that are doing things the right way and they're not getting any extra help. So basically what happens is these big companies get bigger and bigger and they can afford to, you know, take all these risks and grow really quickly while the little guys who are actually operating in a free market um, and who are actually like out there competing and, and trying to do their thing, they're actually getting a huge disadvantage against them. So when people talk about protecting small businesses, one of the best ways to do that is actually to get the government out of business, period. I think you're absolutely right. And that's the problem is, again, it's picking winners and losers and it's making it so smaller businesses can't, you know, they don't even really stand a chance. So that's a big problem. You have me thinking, I was trying to think of all the other things that are subsidized and there's probably so many that that that's why I can't think of any, but uh, I had one that just came to mind and I forgot it. It's well, pretty, it's basically we everything. It's basically <laughs> everything. One thing that we really, I, I know what I was going to say, and I, I was debating whether or not to bring it up because we all love Elon Musk so much. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> do it. one thing to remember is that Elon Musk's businesses are very heavily subsidized. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, SpaceX was heavily subsidized. Now, we still credit it. It's great because it was a lot. It was more private than any other you know, rocket yeah. launch we've ever done. But I think it is important to remember that, like you said about Amazon, that Elon Musk has also taken subsidies. So 
it's such a hard one because we love yeah. him so much, but we have to remember, you know, first principles and, and anytime the government is paying for something, that's a, that's a bad problem. Now mm-hmm. there's another thing I want to talk about with Amazon and Elon, and that is some of these subsidies are tax breaks. Yes. And that gets a little bit more murky because at the same time you want to say, all right, I'm in favor of anybody getting a, a tax break, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't, we don't love taxes. As we've said before, taxation is theft. So if that's a hard one, because is it a subsidy? Is it a tax break? And if it's a tax break, does that make it a little bit better than a subsidy? Mm -hmm. So there are areas where this isn't just black and and white. Like it gets a little bit tricky. So I did want to bring that up. And I know heaven forbid I insult our wonderful Elon Musk, but I thought (laughs) we should at least mention it. Yes, I completely agree with you. When I first started following Elon Musk, that was the first thing that my dad said. He was like, I don't like that guy because he gets subsidies. And now he likes him a little more because he's been standing up to some of the more woke, you know, cancel culture stuff. But still, it's if you're going to be a businessman and you're going to create these amazing products, um, people should be doing that without the government propping up winners and losers. And I loved seeing our first private space exploration and I love seeing the rockets launch but in the back of my mind there is a little voice saying hey taxpayers were helping pay for that yep. it's not totally private not so totally private that's that's also just the world that we live in things are very rarely black and white and very rarely fit perfectly into you know the way that we like to see things happen and the way that we see the world but it is important to to talk about these things and figure out what your biases may be. Yep. So for me, my bias is that I like Elon Musk. I like his products. I think he's a cool person. But at the same time, if he's getting subsidies, which are something I don't believe in, maybe want to think that through. And you can still like someone and you can still think that they're, you know, an overall good person who's doing good things for the world, but have problems with certain things that they do or maybe certain things that their business does. Because that's that's the world we live in. It's not that's all black and white. Yeah, Everyone I, is yeah. complicated. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Everything is complex. Everything's complicated. Yes. Ah, yes. And that's why we have this podcast, to talk about <laughs> the way the world works. Exactly. <laughs> that, well, that I don't have anything it. else to add, Emma, if you do. I, I don't think I do either. We're going to wrap it up there, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Check out the show notes for more info on subsidies. We'll drop some stats and good stuff like that. But we will talk to you guys next time. Bye, Brittany. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.